I'm going to tell you exactly how you can stay motivated forever. I'm going to start with a story that happened literally this morning. Every single Wednesday, my friends and I host this thing called practice. And so it's basically a weekly call that we come in and we start discussing different ways that each other can get better at business. So, you know, the same way that you have basketball practice, we have like business practice, right? And so over the last few weeks, every single week, we have a physical challenge that we have to complete before the next practice. So it started as like first you had to run 10 miles. Then we did 1400 push-ups. Last week was actually hell week. So we did 10 miles, 1400 push-ups, 400 pull-ups, and 200 sit-ups. Okay, so like every week is a physical challenge. In order to come to practice the next week, you have to finish that physical challenge. This week, the challenge was 10 miles and 500 burpees. Now, I haven't done burpees in a long time, so I thought they would be a lot easier than they ended up being. But regardless, that's a challenge. So every practice is on Wednesday. So you start on Thursday, but we took a break because we were so tired from Hell Week that you go into Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then you have to obviously, like I said, complete it next Wednesday. So on Sunday, I got sick and I had the chills and I literally like could not move my body. I was bedridden all Sunday. And I was bedridden all Monday. And so like, while I was in bed and while I was sick, one of my friends in practice thought that he was able to escape the smoke. And so he didn't run all week. He didn't clock in his two miles per day to be able to get to that 10 miles. So Monday comes around and we're like, I'm checking in. I'm like, yo, what's going on? Like, what are y'all doing? And he's like, I'm not going to lie. Like I said, we should run five miles instead of 10. I can't run 10 miles in two days. It's Monday night, I'm starting to feel better. Um, and there's another one of my friends who's like, nah, like we, we set out to do this. Like we have to finish these 10 miles and 500 burpees. He goes, y'all cannot run 10 miles in two days. Like you're not going to be able to finish this challenge. And so y'all are going to hate me, but I'm not doing this shit. So my other friend and I are like, yo, fuck you. This is exactly what we're going to do. We're going to run these 10 miles. We're going to clock in these 500 burpees and we're going to show up to practice at eight o'clock with the dues paid. And he was like, y'all are going to hate me, but I'll see y'all next week. I'm not doing this. And y'all can't do this. So we took it as a physical challenge, but not just a physical challenge to better ourselves. We took what he said and did this entirely to say, fuck you to him. And so as I'm running, as I'm running my five miles yesterday and as I'm running my five miles today, all I'm thinking about is this dude sitting on the warm, comfy couch with his feet kicked up, playing some fucking Fortnite while I'm putting in the time, while I'm running five miles, while my knees and my fucking Achilles is swollen as shit. And so today I finally finished the 10 miles. I still have 200 burpees left. And I tell you this story to tell you about where motivation comes from. As you are getting tired, as you're feeling sore, right before you decide to quit, I want you to reach in and find that pocket of motivation that's going to keep you going. Maybe it's the job that passed up on you. Maybe it's the girl that curved you two years ago. Maybe it's the motherfucker that hated on you and told you what you can't do. And so when you're tired, when you're sore, when you don't feel like continuing, I want you to reach into that cookie jar, pull out those moments, visualize how you felt when that happened, and then keep going. That is how you find motivation. While you're getting tired, while you're going, while you're on this pursuit, while you're working on your business for hours and hours at a time, 
take these different L's that you've taken over the course of your life that pissed you off, that made you mad, that made you upset. And I want you to bring it out when the time comes in order to power through what you are doing right now. I'll tell you one more story, a little more lighthearted. So in fourth grade, I played my first year of AAU basketball. So my first ever game was at the YMCA out in Ellicott City, Maryland. My friends and I just came off a dominating wreck and it was time to get some better competition. The biggest difference at the time was there was no box to save us. In rec basketball, there's normally a box. Maybe it's like the three-point line where the defense can't even like go across that to like pressure you on defense. They kind of have to just like stand behind this box and let you dribble around and dribble all free. That first game I played was against the Maryland Sharks. And it was the first time like we could suit up in our new Laurel Lakers uniforms, the AAU uniforms. And as you know, like in rec basketball, everyone basically has the same uniform with a different color. So like you have your own AAU team uniform. So that was super cool. And we wanted to let people know that we are the new team coming up. The game started, the tip-off happened, I immediately got the ball, and when I got the ball, I lifted my back foot before I dribbled the ball, and the ref blew the whistle and called it travel. And so they came down, swung the ball, took my man straight off the dribble, got an easy layup. And so right after this happened, when we went to inbound the ball, they were still there. They were set up in a 1-2-2, full court press this full court press ended up being the bane of my existence for the next three years that game i had 10 turnovers i got called with three travels i got the ball plucked for me multiple times straight cookies for layups and we ended up losing the game by 25 and i promise you like this was my introduction to aau basketball and it only got worse from there anyone that ever has played aau basketball knows the full court press builds character, straight up. I promise you, some of those losses that we had at the time still haunts me to this day. And so I want you to know, it is the pain of getting the ball taken from you that makes you push through in your ball handling workouts. It's those 30 point losses that makes you show up to practice and make sure that you know how to break the press. And it's straight up getting your soul snatched on the basketball court that made me as a sixth grader Wake my dad up at 6.30 a.m. so that we can go out for runs because that feeling you never want to feel again. For you, it could be any type of battle. I don't know. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know where your life has been, but you just got to pick one battle of someone that did you wrong, someone that upset you, someone that pissed you off. And I want you to store that information in your mind. And when the time comes, when you're feeling tired, when you got to, when you got, when you got 10 more push-ups to do to get to 50. When you got one mile left on that run, when you're feeling bad because you haven't sold anything in business and you need to keep going, I want you to take that storage from your mind, pull that out, and use it as fuel to get you to where you need to go. That is how you stay motivated forever. Good days all the time don't keep you motivated. What keeps you motivated is pocketing and using that fuel when the time comes. Guys, my name is Maxwell Murray. I really hope you liked this episode. If this provided any value to you at all, click the subscribe button just so that you can help me, you know, reach more people. Uh, but like, yeah, like, like this video, comment if you have any, you know, lessons that you want to drop down for the people. Um, and I'll see y'all next time at the Game of Power. Thank you.